Hello, hello, and welcome to take 15 of one of today's episodes of Saddest Night Out. My name is Roy, and I'm the host of this daily podcast. And today you're getting two episodes because I didn't post one yesterday. Yesterday I woke up about 2 a.m. And by the time the evening came around, I was a bit of a mess. So I went down for what I thought would be a short nap, ended up waking up in the early hours of the morning. It was way too late to make an episode. So apologies for missing a day. That has happened on occasion on this podcast, but hopefully you'll enjoy the two episodes I have for you today. The first of which is the one I would have posted yesterday. It's about some of the podcasts that I have enjoyed this year. It's five podcasts, all of which started this year. They are, in no certain order, The View from the Crow's Nest by Romeo Crow, Pause at Play at the 1975 podcast by Josh, Matt and Dan, 2020, a pop culture podcast by Simman Hands and Tara Joshi, Name Three Songs by Sarah Fagan and Jenna Million, and first up is This City by Clara Ampho. I've done a few takes of this podcast. No, I'm keeping this take. I'm not pressing record again. I've done a few takes because I'm trying to figure out how much I should say about each one. I don't want this to be too long of an episode. So I'll just give you a bit of a brief overview about each of these podcasts. And hopefully it will encourage you to do as the title says and leave them all five-star reviews. So first up is This City by Clara Ampho. Clara Ampho is a DJ on Radio 1. She's a host of general shows on BBC. And she's currently a contestant on this year's Strictly Come Dancing. And she is crushing it, by the way. This City is a interview podcast. She interviews famous Londoners about their London stories, how they came, how they saw, how they conquered. And as well as it being your typical interview podcast where you talk about the grand story of each person's career and their life pursuits, it also breaks it down into intimate details like Shuti Gatwa, who's perhaps best known from the Netflix show Sex Education how he came to London from Scotland and how he would take the 38 bus from Clapton Pond to Shaftesbury Avenue or how Reggie Yates doesn't really take public transport anymore because he's often getting recognised because his whole career means there are certain people of a certain age who've essentially grown up with him or the sugar babes and how they've settled down in different parts of London. It, It feels a lot more intimate than most typical interviews. She talks about their commutes, like their bus or train journeys, their restaurants they'd go to, their friends' places, where they'd go to make music or perform in shows and things like that. And if you live in London or you're from London or you've been to London, you might listen to these stories and recognise some of the places they talk about and feel familiar with it. And if you've never been to London, this is like a really unique tourist guide to the city of London. I live in London. Well, I say I live east of East London because I'm very much in greater London, like the outskirts of it. And it's a bit heartwarming to think that some of the some household names, some worldwide well-known names, walked the same streets that you walked and hustled in the same ways that you hustled to get to where they are. It's heartwarming. It's inspiring. It's entertaining. It's This City by Clara Ampho. I sound like I'm making a trailer for it. That might be a reoccurring theme on this episode of Saddest Nights Out. The next podcast I'm going to talk about is 2020, a pop culture podcast hosted by Simran Hands and Tara Joshi. Simran Hands is a film critic for The Guardian and I think BBC Radio 5 as well. Tara Joshi is a music critic for Galdem magazine. And this podcast has a has an interesting and clever premise. It's called 2020, 
a term perhaps mostly used with the eye with eyesight if you have 2020 eyesight you have perfect eyesight there's that classic saying hindsight is 2020 we're in the year 2020 and in this podcast they talk about pop culture events from the year 2000 which was 20 years ago hindsight 2020 do you see how it all connects it's a very clever idea and i think it's easy to forget particularly because um it always baffles me just how long ago 2020 was i'm the kind of person who still thinks that five or so years five or so years ago was like 2008 but it's been a minute since the year 2000 and it's interesting to look back at what was a big deal at the time and whether those things are such big deals now what seeds were planted in pop culture back then and what's become of those seeds the first episode is about destiny's child and the makings of what all that beyonce would become the drama around how the the group went from four members to three members how beyonce became beyonce what elements of destiny's child ended up remaining throughout say beyonce's career or kelly's career or michelle's career the different sides to the story of the band it's really interesting they also talk the next episode episode two talks about the movie high fidelity i forgot it for a second which was a movie in the year 2000 it was recently remade as a tv series it was originally a book set in london and in that episode in particular which is my favorite episode so far they reappraise the main character rob because the premise of that movie is that this character was a bit of a rec- he was a rec- he owned a record store and he was your stereotypical record store nerd who's hypercritical about all things music and pop culture and would judge people based on what they liked and held his preferences above everyone else's and at the time i think there's meant to be something lovable about that character but they look back on it and say was he so lovable after that they've talked this episode this podcast has talked about big brother the most recent one talked about the book White Teeth by Zadie Smith. So it's talking about moments in the year 2000 that were really landmark moments then and what those moments mean now, what's, what's changed, what stayed the same and so on. Primarily, it's the clever premise, but I, I was 11 in the year 2000. So there are some things I remember. There's a lot I don't really remember. But what sticks out is that this was just before the year 2001. This was when the new millennium must have felt like the land of hope and glory, all sorts of promise and who potential and who knows what could happen. And it looks at the things that were started that went on to become something and the things that may have just started and ended in the year 2000. So that is 2020, a pop culture podcast. The next podcast I'm talking about is The View from the Crow's Nest, hosted by Romeo Crow. Romeo Crow is someone I've mentioned on this podcast a few times because I used to host open mic nights around London and he was the person who started those open mic nights. Little bit of history. Ba- I can't even remember what year it was that I started this daily podcast, but shortly after I started mine, he started his. He was a bit inspired by my idea. We both tried to keep our daily streaks going as long as we could. I think ultimately he stopped his before... And I... I kept going and he stopped his for a while but if you look at the dates that my episodes were posted you'll see there's been some big gaps he started up a new podcast this year and whilst every every podcast i've talked about so far only has a handful of episodes his one is currently at i think 146 so he's kept his daily streak going an impressive amount of time 
And whereas with the previous podcast I've mentioned, there might be odd favourite episodes. Like for this city, my favourite is the Sugar Babes because I've been a big fan of them for a long time. And it's great to hear them talk in such a conversational way. The 2020 podcast, it was the one about high fidelity that I really enjoyed. With this podcast, you can't really pick one favourite episode because it's all part of a much larger thing. I consider Romeo a friend, but I don't get to talk to him that much. But somehow listening to this daily podcast from him, it feels like you're keeping in touch. His family moved to Italy last year, and at the moment he's mainly talking about moving to a new place, struggles with getting internet sorted, there's been some misadventures with second-hand bikes as well. He's also starting up and running a few businesses. He's going through a lot, and it's really interesting to hear him go through it day by day. He is someone of boundless optimism and energy. He was really the first person that made me realise that it's one thing to say you're tired. It's another thing entirely to say you're tired to someone who has kids. Because I very much remember the look he gave me when I was like, oh, I'm tired all the time. And he's like, oh, really? Oh, how about that? In a sympathetic way. But when you listen to this podcast, you hear he's he's going through a lot, but he's he's got vision. He's got imagination. He's got perseverance. He's got a real entrepreneurial spirit. And it's a little bit infectious to listen to what he's going through. And it kind of fuels me to, you know, pick up my game with what I'm going through as well. And it also makes me feel like I really should get better keeping in touch with my friends. But this is a really interesting daily podcast. And it's the type of thing where I can imagine he will, he can keep this going for years even. And it'll, be this, it'll get to a point where you'll look back on the episodes he's recording now and think, wow, look how far we've come since then. It's also an interesting snapshot of life in lockdown. The previous episode, podcasts I've spoken about are more about pop culture f- events. They are they capture stories that feel a bit more timeless, whereas this podcast is very much of this year. A lot of what he's going through is because of this whole lockdown year we're in. And I think there's a lot to relate to in listening to his story. So that's The View from the Crow's Nest. By the way, all of these podcasts are available on Spotify and I imagine anywhere you listen to podcasts in general, I will post the Spotify links in the show notes. The next podcast is Pause It, Play It, the 1975 podcast hosted by Josh, Matt and Dan. This (laughs) this podcast, so the premise is that these are three friends who are really big fans of the band, the 1975. And every week, they talk about one of the songs by the 1975 in release order. So the 1975 is probably one of, if not the most popular current, like, recent British band. And at the start of their career, they released... The start of their career as the 1975, I should say. They released four EPs, and they've released four albums to date so what this podcast does is first it talked about one ep a week and now it's talking about one song each week in order of the track lists of the albums they finished the first album they're about halfway through the second album they just did loving someone last week now if you're a hardcore fan of the 1975 then you will hit the jackpot if you listen to this podcast because they really dive deep. You can tell these are three huge fans talking about something they're really passionate about. As well as that, it's also three friends catching up with each other. So there's kind of, they start each episode, as most podcasts I imagine do start, 
just catching up with each other. What have you been up to in the past week? Again, it's an interesting snapshot of life in lockdown. They are all from, not Manchester, the north. Forgive me and my poor geography, but (laughs) it's very typical of someone from the south to say they're from the north. So forgive me that one, but they're from the north. And especially right now, where the UK is going through a situation where different parts of the country are going under different types of lockdown because they're under different levels of severity of infection. Yeah, it's interesting to hear how friendship can sustain throughout all of these changes. And it's also, what really struck me about this podcast is, I'm a fan of the 1975, as you might have learned, across listening to this. There's an episode I did, I think, end of last year, where I talked about my history with the band. Before they were called the 1975, they had a bunch of different names. These three friends were fans of them back then, before they were the 1975. And my, I think my favourite episode is the first one, when they talk about how they discovered this band, particularly how I believe they were at the first show where the 1975 called themselves the 1975. And funnily enough, I think just before that, they were still called Drive Like I Do. The singer Matty, his mum is also on TV, and she said on on a TV show that she was on that her son is playing a show in Manchester. So these three friends were like, oh, they're playing a show, where is it? And they couldn't find Drive Like I Do playing at any venue. So I think they just went to some other show and that was, had this band called the 1975. Said, okay, let's just check them out instead. And then, boy, were they pleasantly surprised to find that that was the band they were a fan of. It reminds me of when I used to go to gigs when I was at university in Huddersfield and I'd go to Leeds and Manchester to watch shows. That excitement about finding a small band, falling in love and following them as they get bigger and bigger, I imagine it's similar to what sports fans feel when their team starts winning games and it's promoted from their league to the next league and you cheer them on, they win the cup or whatever it is. It's that feeling of success by proxy and you, you feel like you are a part of that story, you're part of that success and it's an excitement like no other and it's it's bittersweet to hear them talk about it because every now and then you get that pang of a reminder that it could be a while before we all get to go out to gigs again but it fuels that fire that tells me when I next get the chance to play a show... I am going to give it hell like there's no tomorrow because now I've actually experienced what it's like to feel like there's no tomorrow as far as playing live shows is concerned. And this is just a reminder that there's always such an appetite for getting out there and finding what what's new, what's happening, what's the next thing. And it's great to hear these guys talk about the story of the 1975. It's great to hear it told by people who really care and love that story. So that is Pause It, Play It, the 1975 podcast and last but by no means least is name three songs hosted by sarah fagan and jenna million these are two friends from the u.s and the premise of this podcast the name name three songs it starts with how if you are a girl a woman and you wear a band's t-shirt if, particularly if you go to a music show, there's a good chance there'll be that guy who sees the band T-shirt you're wearing and feels it's his right to his prerogative, his ne- he needs to interrogate you and say, oh, you're wearing that band's T-shirt? Are you really a fan? Oh, yeah? Name three songs. And that's the premise from which this show starts. The story of being a fangirl and how that's still seen as a dirty word in music circles. This idea that female fans of artists 
aren't real fans because they're just fans because the band is cute or someone in the band is cute. They don't really appreciate the music. And these two do their very best to completely dispel that myth and just welcome in all sorts of appreciation for music because they are they are all welcome in musicdom. They take quite the sojourn into the world of One Direction. I've never cared about One Direction that deeply, but the way they tell the story of it makes you care. The way they talk about the band... They have great taste because at the end of each episode, they each take turns in trying to turn you on to a new artist in the space of 30 seconds. And they have fantastic taste. They've made some playlists as well about the bands they've talked about. The stories they tell about how they discovered certain bands and how they've helped some bands and how, how they've got themselves into fandom circles, what it's like to be in a fandom. This is a side of music that I haven't been too familiar with. I am fans of certain bands. I, in fact, when Spotify earlier this year sent out messages saying, you're in the top 1% of this artist in the world, I was in the top 1% of Interpol. So I'm, bi- I'm a big fan of certain artists, but I don't think I've been a fan of any artist the way these two talk about being a fan. And it's really interesting to hear. So that is Name Three Songs, hosted by Sarah Fagan and Jenna Million. My favourite episode of this podcast is Fangirl Stigma 2, where they talk about artists who have spoken negatively about the fact that their fan group seems to be largely young women because again it's that imagined hierarchy that young women aren't real fans and if you want real fans you've got they've got to be men because men are the ones who can appreciate music and they really take some of these artists to task for talking ill of the fans who in all honesty probably play the biggest part in some of these artists breaking big because one thing i've really learned from this podcast is how valuable it is to share your passions and your interests loudly and proudly. There was one instance where I think it was Jenna Million who talks about how she was a really big fan of McFly and she would post about them a lot online and try and get them to come to the US. And an Australian band found her and said, hey, we love what you're doing for that band. How can we get people to do that for us? And the insight she had to share on that was, it was a bit of a eureka moment for me. And it just reminded me that if you, I think especially when it comes to me trying to share stuff online, I'm still trapped by that imagined idea that you've got, you can't be too tryhard. You can't be too obvious and just share the things you actually like, even though that doesn't really make sense now I say it out loud. But in all honesty, when you are forthcoming about the things you care about, particularly when you are, when you share that love with the actual creators, or with other people who share that interest. That, that's when magic can happen. And that's the biggest thing I take away from this podcast. They tell stories really well. What was it that I wrote down here? Great taste, great stories, great insights. Name three songs. Check it out. Check out all of these podcasts. That's This City by Clara Ampho. Name three songs by Sarah, Sarah Fagan and Jenna Million. 2020, a pop culture podcast by Simon Hans and Tara Joshi. Pause it, play it, the 1975 podcast by Josh, Matt and Dan. And The View from the Crow's Nest by Romeo Crow. They're all available on Spotify and I imagine all other streaming services. I'll post links to the Spotify podcasts in the show notes. I will be posting five-star reviews for all of these podcasts and I'll be screaming it from the rooftops on Twitter as well because 
today has been a bit of a reminder of what good can really come from social media. There are countless reminders of the ills of social media. But there's that classic saying of be the change you want to see in the world. And I'm, I recently, I mentioned how I deleted all my Twitter. I'm starting again. And I, every day you have the chance to make your social media in your image. And I want mine to be a positive and welcoming place. And I've really taken inspiration from these podcasts of how to do that. So I'll be sh- I will be posting five-star reviews for them. I'll be sharing them on social media. And I'll just be a lot more forthcoming about the things I'm interested in in the hopes of finding other people who share those interests and just spreading that joy. <sighs> that was quite a lot that I got through. How long was this? 20 minutes. Oh, my podcast is getting up there in length. I hope you've enjoyed listening to this. Let me know what podcasts you're listening to. And if you are one of the people who make one of these podcasts and you happen to listen to this, thank you very much for doing so. And I hope you've enjoyed listening to mine as well. I will catch you on the next episode, which I'm about to write some notes for and record. Thank you very much for listening. You can find me online by searching for Saddest Night Out, all as one word. I'll catch you on the next one. Take care. It's the first time I've done this, so I just said goodbye, but there's something I forgot to talk about, which is today's song. And it is from the ep- the podcast Pause It Play at the 1975 podcast. This is an artist I hadn't heard of until I listened to that podcast. The artist is The Night Game. The song is Coffee and Cigarettes. They, the, the folks on that podcast, Josh, Matt and Dan, each week they talk about the music they've been listening to. And at one point they mentioned this artist and said this song in particular. Just listen to this song and you'll see what this artist is all about. This is definitely one of my most listened to songs this year. I absolutely adore it. It's quite similar in sentiment to Cold Feet by Inner Wave. And it's it's just gorgeous. It's calm. There's such a, a heartfelt melancholy that runs through it, but it's just so sweet on the ears. And then the live version, I think, is even better because the singer hits some high notes that are very impressive and the band kind of jams in the outro. So that is The Night Game with the song Coffee and Cigarettes, and I'll post the YouTube link in the show notes as always. Okay, now I'm done with this episode. I'll catch you on the next one. Take care.